Hey, Real Talk listeners, welcome back. We are in our new mini series. Uh, we are talking about a really important topic uh, today. We're talking about the great resignation. And, you know, I think it comes at a great time right now where we are essentially at the end of many people's end of calendar year, end of hiring, end of fiscal year for many companies. You know, there's times where people are doing hiring freezes and all these other things at the end of a quarter. And, uh, you know, I haven't heard too much of that going on this year just because of what's been transpiring over the last 90 days. Uh, Michelle is not with us today. She is busy, busy, busy trying to help all those companies, um, you know, with uh, HR work since they don't have staff from this great resignation. So with that being said, I do have a very well-versed, experienced speaker with us today. So I'm going to turn it over to Dang to introduce himself. Uh, thanks for the warm introduction, Maria. Glad to be here. Happy to be here. Uh, my name is Dang. Uh, been in talent acquisition for a little bit over a decade now. Started my chops in the agency side, moved all the way up to the corporate. So I've seen everything in between from uh, staff level, staffing issues, from consultants to you know just recruiting for and talent acquisition for a global team now across the board. So yeah, done and seen a lot of things. Have you ever seen anything about what's been going on here? Absolutely not. I mean, I feel like we've been saying that for the last uh, year or two, you know, when we're talking about the pandemic, have you ever seen anything like this? And people are like, no, this has never happened, maybe in the 1800s. But, uh, you know, this is uh, every, I feel like there's always a new topic, especially with this topic transpiring. Would love to get some of your insights, Dang. Um, so, you know, when we're talking about the great resignation, what exactly, I mean, that's, it's, it's I guess it's such a loaded question and a loaded topic, but what is this great resignation for our listeners? Like what's transpiring? What are you seeing on the TA side or the recruiting side of things? Never experienced anything like this in my, in my, in my career. So to think about the great, great, great resignation, the thing that just triggered it to me was the pandemic, right? I think that kind of just was the kickstart of all of this. And it just had people reflecting, reflecting on fulfillment, what they truly value, burnout, you know, stresses and how to pivot. All that was kind of like the perfect recipe for the storm that we're seeing right now at the Great Race Nation. I mean, was the statistics was like, what, 45, it's up to 75% of people are willing to leave their job. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, they're asking those questions like, am I doing what am I doing? Is it important? Am I being fulfilled? How are my values being valued? And, and I think people are just, you're beginning to start seeing that. I think now the great resignation is now has shifted to a great reshuffle now because people are pivoting to other skills and other areas that they want to learn. And, and, you know, I have anecdotal stories for days. It's, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've spoke to people who are like project manager or engineers been in their field for like 30 years and one day they're like during the pandemics like i want to do this anymore i want to open a bakery or i want to create like a, a shirt printing business i want to do what i like i feel that's valuable to me and you know we get that's like an anecdotal story but you know it's a trend that you're seeing a lot now across the board and i think another thing that's important too is is, is mental health it's a big issue now and it's affecting that it's it's adding to the mix of why people are resigning 
You know, it's interesting you say like the great reshuffle. Um, that's the first I've heard of this. So I lo- thank you so much for explaining it to to me and the, and the listeners. And I think what's really important to understand is like what things have evolved to. So you take a look at the pandemic. So many people got laid off. I mean, like millions of people were laid off. Did anything happen to their their work? Right. Did their work disappear? And for the most part, it's like, no, they just reallocated it to the people who stayed on with the organizations. (laughs) Yeah, the folks that stayed on, you know, they had to take on that load. Right. So that that work didn't disappear. It had to had to shift and move. And then they're the the ones that are staying on are being like affected by the most because now the companies are bootstrapping more than they either have been ever running extremely lean, very bootstrappy, and everyone is like cross-pollinating and doing stuff that, you know, ultimately kind of like burning them out a little bit too, so. Yeah, and I'm wondering if like the burnout, so when you're talking like to all these individuals who want to open up, you know, bakery or whatever that they've never done before, did they just get so burnt out or exhausted from their job, they no longer had that passion and now they wanted to pursue something from a long time ago or like, Is it just really they've always wanted to do this and there's just a great opportunity? Like, I can't really figure this out. (laughs) Do you want to hear my funny answer? Here's my funny answer. So there was a moment that I noticed when I'm on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. And I noticed there was a meme that happened that kind of just made people laugh. And people understand the magic of meme culture. That's the way we communicate these days, right? Somebody posted something about... I mean, saying that your company will post your job before they even post your eulogy. And people are laughing, ha, ha, that's hilarious, that's funny. But then it actually really got people to think, it's like, damn, like if I'm gone today, they'll post my job posting. They won't care. And then like, so, you know, people are like, they're, they're opening up to that. They're like, oh, wow, what am I doing? Am I, what am I doing matter? Am I feeling fulfilled? Am I being seen? And, you know, it's uh, that leads to, you know, now you see like companies like like better up. There's like more more resources are being put into coaching. And, you know, there's a lot more, like I say, mental health is being a big issue now, too. So people are actually addressing these deep seated issues now that they've been brushing underneath the rug. Well, we can all appreciate better up now that we have a, a prince uh, on the uh, executive there i'm sure um (laughs) as long as we don't end up like the company better which that's just insane what transpired with those employees this week and how accurate and how true maybe some of the comments have been but it's interesting to um to see right that you know some of those memes people are actually starting to take those i mean i saw those and i'm like man that's a little bit true right like before you know, anyone in my company is going to post my eulogy. They are essentially going to post my job because they're going to need a backfill. So it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. So, um, you know, there, there's a couple of different things, right? So when when we're hearing, a, uh, you know, about the great reshuffle or great resignation, there's two other things that come to mind. And so the first one, dang. So we're talking, you know, we talked a little bit about people wanting to, you know, quitting their jobs because they're burnt out. They want to go be, you know, greeters at at Walmart or they want to go back to college or they want to do something else right with their lives and be a baker if they were in technology. So we're like, okay, you know, people are leaving the workforce for that. 
to be, you know, in maybe some, you know, just more or I guess less stressful positions or something that they're a little bit more passionate about or always have wanted to do. So you're like, okay, great. You know, there's there's a ton of people resigning. Why is it so difficult if there's all these people on the market now? Why is it so difficult to backfill them? Like when you're we're taking a look at talent, these jobs are open. There's a ton of professional positions that are open. And talent acquisition is having such a challenging time finding great resources or great talent to backfill their open positions. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, you, when you think about talent, you got to segment into two things, right? There's like that soft, soft skills and then like real hard skills, right? A lot of folks, when they try to pivot, they do have the, the, the soft skills, you know, whatever we consider it's a soft skill, but the more kind of like the, the, the hard skill that you do need experience, you do need time in the trenches to develop those type of skills. So when folks pivot, yeah, they, they're pivoting, but they, they also, they need to have that upskilling and the reskilling. So that's why now in talent acquisition, the, the hottest thing now is just creating like an internal marketplace. You need to have a marketplace to foster these type of skills where you can you can have if an employee is not happy at this position they can have an opportunity to upskill or learn through either what job shadowing through mentorship whatever right and that, that's what a lot of people in talent management and talent acquisition have to get accustomed to and be savvy to so there's a lot of software out there now that are you know picking up on that and they're using like cool stuff like ai you know to to say hey you know you're good here this is something that you're interested in but here's some of the things that you're missing. How can we bridge that gap? So it's it's now it's the game of like just mentoring and fostering the talent that you do have, you know, because you can't just jump from one thing to another without having zero experience or skill, you know. But you can what you can do is see what you have and what you where you want to get to, and how does you know the HR leadership team? How can we bridge that gap intelligently? Yeah, it's tough. You know, when you have people in certain fields that are getting out and revamping their stuff, they're actually lowering kind of some of their skills in some other areas. And so you're diminishing the market of what's available for those talent, for that talent, once they're leaving that specific sector or that group of experience. So that makes complete sense. Um, I think it would be interesting to hear some of your perspective on uh and how we can elaborate and kind of get some more uh, detail into that. The second piece of what's transpiring, though, we're hearing, uh, you know, across the boards or or in articles. I haven't seen it yet, but there's been articles around that say, "Watch out! There was a great resignation, but you may see your coworkers back at your work very soon." <laughs> Are there people coming back to the companies that they used to work for? And can you explain what that means? What's happening? Yeah, so what's the, the term for that? It's called boomerang employee, right? So you leave, and then they want to test the waters, and they come back, right? A lot of things happen. You know, you interview, usually people leave for, they leave managers, right? They leave managers, and then it's always the grass is greener, you know, symptom. And then, you know, they also leave for maybe, sometimes I'm hearing from anywhere from 20 to like 50% increase. You know, you leave a team you're, you're used to, you go into another organization, find out the organization is not all it's cracked up to be. It kind of sold you a, a Trojan horse, you know? It's like, uh, okay, management, it's not that even better than what I had. They didn't have that far more or less tools. And they really sold me a, a lemon when it comes to career progression. You know? It's just, it's actually more stressful, you know? So people don't, you know, the, the boomerang employees, what I've noticed is they haven't really taken time to vet that. 
they just see the the flashing lights, the glitter, you know, the, obviously the the big pay increase, and then, you know, and then they come back and it's like, oh, you know, I actually had a good thing. I want to come back, and it's up to you, like the the pre existing manager. You know, I for my my philosophy is, yeah, you know, you always have a space back here for you. Go out there and learn. If, if there's no more work for you, you can always come back. But some people don't take that, that, that <laughs> philosophy. So, do you think? that uh, companies are not um, selling people the, like the honest truth about the position that they're getting into, which is causing them to boomerang and go back to their other companies? Like what, what if this is happening to one of our listeners from a company's perspective and they're seeing they're hiring a lot and these people are staying like less, you know, less than a month and going back to their old workplace, like how can they improve in this area? Yeah, I mean, here's another funny meme. It was like, there's all a meme the other day. It was like, we're hiring. If you show up, you'll get the job, right? It's like, it's funny. But if you're in, if you're, you're, you're well into your career, you're not in your early career, you're in mid to late career, right? What you need to do is actually go through the intense process of vetting everyone, all the stakeholders, meeting with the managers, and having clear set expectations just to see how the culture is, if the culture mesh with you. If the expectation matches with you, and even if the leadership, you know, who you're reporting directly into, matches with you, I mean, sometimes what I'm hearing is some folks they get so excited they go to one, two, three round interview, or sometimes I hear just like just one round interview, they get so excited and they're like, yeah, I'm ready to join, and then but you only got one strokes, so you want you want to have all the broad strokes and see the good, the bad, and the ugly of what you're stepping into because let me tell you this, no place is perfect, all right. Is they're always going to have their challenges. There's always going to be resource constraints, uh, limitation in staff. You really got to really dig into that. And then once you dig into it, you make an intelligent decision. What do you say to the people listening right now that are employees of a reduced workforce at a company, like maybe the betters of the world, that are left behind with hundreds of people that just departed and they have to take up their work and they are they're doing double the workload. Like what type of support can you give them at the moment? What I can give you support is right now is burnout is a real thing. The psychologists and all the data out there is true. You will get burnt out. I mean, you can take the MBI right now and it'll measure what? Professional efficacy. It can measure exhaustion and even cynicism now. Once you start seeing those areas of your work being affected, I'm not being effective. Work's getting kind of spotty. I'm exhausted. It doesn't bring me fulfillment when I, when I work anymore. And it's cynicism. I don't feel like my work matters. Once you start seeing those signs, it's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out. And I know everyone is like super tough, right? We're all like, yeah, I'm never going to get burnt out. But to be honest, like we're seeing it now on a widespread uh, case. Like everyone is, not everyone is susceptible to burnout, but it's more than likely it is to happen. So you got to take care to, you know, put more time into self-managing yourself and actually put time for self-care. So that's the, 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 the advice I'd give them. And you've done a little bit of this this year, too. I'm going to kind of toot your own horn a little bit for our listeners, but you've spent some time reflecting and really... Um, posting a little bit more about your journey of really how you've gotten in, you know, kind of just been able to absorb and get into kind of uh, more of a, a wellness attribute amongst your, um, you know, within yourself, I should say. So, um, you know, I think that's that's helpful to our listeners too, you know, because you're actually practicing what you're preaching right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for, for bringing that up. Yeah. So this year has been a journey for me, you know, when I reflect back, I, I've, I started my coaching journey and to me, it was just such a fulfilling 
path. You know, I learned so much about myself. And not only that, I went down to uh, uh, emotional well-being coaching as well, too. And, you know, that opened up more, like, learning about myself. And what I've learned is, you know, we as humans, we work better in a resonance space, you know. We operate better. We make better decisions. We thrive better in a resonance space. But what we do a lot of the time is we fall victim to our saboteurs. And, you know, we listen to that, that, that judge inside of us and all the saboteurs. And, you know, that creates bad relationships and, and it creates dissonance. And, you know, to, for me, I wanted to share that with everyone, you know, my team, my immediate team. I want to share that with my clients and with the folks that I'm coaching. And just, you know, to your listener now is it's okay, you know. We all get lost. We all, you know, we struggle. We're all, it's, it's, it's hard time pivoting. Oh my God, hybrid work schedule, COVID and all this craziness. But, you know, we got to stop listening to our saboteurs and listening to our, you know, leader within. Start working at a, from a place of resonance and, and, and start valuing who, who we are and how we want to show up. I love that. No, I think it's important, you know, take a moment to reflect. The work is always going to be there. Whether it's work in your professional life or your personal life, you know, you having to come home and clean up your kid's mess and make dinner or, you know, you having to get a a bunch of things, you know, done in in your day to day responsibilities at, at your day job. I think it's really important for people to take a moment to just reflect and be able to, you know, put put down some of the stressors and be able to work through themselves and what's going on internally with them. So I appreciate you sharing that. Last thing. So, uh, you know, just to kind of turn back into the great reshuffle or resignation, um, obviously you mentioned there's, it, it's just a struggle finding the talent out there. People are resigning, people are, are, are going into, you know, new skill sets and we're losing the skill sets and the talent out of the existing pool. People, leaders, companies are having such a hard time hiring for their roles or finding, you know, the right talent. You mentioned, you know, there's there's a whole marketplace out there and there's AI tools and things like that. You know, what other things are going on w- with this great resignation, great reshuffle that, um, you know, you're observing? And what's, uh, you know, what type of feedback do you have for those that are, you know, kind of opening racks and trying to, you know, pursue and get the talent into their company? What rises to me right now is, as a manager or if you're a people leader and you start seeing like, you know, one or two people leave, you got to expect there's going to be a domino effect, right? And what you want to do is take a precaution and to protect your team afterwards. This person's leaving. Don't, don't think that, Hey, that's not going to happen to the rest of the team. X, Y, and Z, you know, they'll, they'll be good. They'll, and then you leave their, your remaining team in the dust. What you should do is be proactive and start cultivating your the current team that you do have and protect them and, and, and you know, and then, and bring them into a more resonant spot before you even think about just reopening the role. Then you have to assess your team. Like, okay, if John left, I got to make sure Sam and, and Sally and everyone else is great too, because I think you would, you understand like it's going to be a domino effect and it's going to create more headaches down the line. So as a people leader, you really you don't want to be reactive like that. You kind of want to just take a step back and say, Hey, what can I do to improve my current team? Is it a process thing? Is it kind of just a workload thing? I got to I gotta really assess what's going on here because if I don't, I'll lose more people. And then when you're opening the rec and, and you know, you want to get new talent in the door, I just say, this is kind of just recruiting and talent acquisition one-on-one. You know, everyone is so busy. Every role is a priority now, but don't sacrifice 
you know, your quality just to get a warm body in the door. Because guess what? You're going to have a revolving door three months later. Oh my God, this person didn't have a good attention to detail. Oh my goodness. They didn't say who they are, you know, you're going to have to do that dance again. You know, there's strategic time, you know, there's a lot of, you know, just productivity and just, I think that my big point is just don't be too reactive. Yes. Take your time to take, take a step back, reassess your team and reassess how you want that new role to look like, you know, uh, I think that would probably be my best, best advice. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate your time joining us today, talking about this great resignation and how it's impacting everybody and great reshuffles. So feel free to come back and join us uh, on any other, um, you know, podcast, but we appreciate you joining and giving us some insights and hopefully to be continued. There's some movement and some improvement out of this whole entire uh, situation that's very new to us. So uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Dang, for joining us. And thanks to the listeners. Take care. Thank you. Bye.